Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday night. You know what that means? It is Friday right. night mayhem here at BCW. No, 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 no. Wow. Oh, not me, oh. not me, the round table pro wrestling podcast. I was I looking guess. at something that just made me think of that. Um, right here on biasm.net, it's your boy, the franchise spirit, double B bad blood, joined by the mixologist himself, Mr. Chemical Julian, and the new Floridian himself, right there, Shane Husky. Shane is the uh, the uh, wicked crazy pinfalls predictions champion. Uh, he is also Florida man, he's also Florida the newest man. member of the. Floridian click, Mr. Florida man himself, for another oh. couple days. Shane, have you caught an alligator yet? No, not yet. I have not caught an alligator yet. Only mm-hmm. lizard. Have I saw for them? 10 lizards so far. Yeah, 10 I mean, lizards. Yeah. Out of the Okie swamp. Oh, yeah. Did, did you touch them? No, I did not. I refused to. <laughs> did you grab them? No. Did you attempt to emasculate them? No. There should be I, no lizard fondling in Florida. I lean, I lean, I lean those lizards alone. Just do what they do. Did you Shame. get a hold of any bath salts? No. You didn't find any. No. Shane, you are sorely mistaken. You're missing. You're, you're not trying. Bro. You're not applying yourself. <laughs> you ain't applying yourself, Smokey. Well, you don't know that. You don't know that either. God damn. I, I don't. <sighs> I, I was born in the nineties. What guys? You want me to? <sighs> Gotta get started that we, we have this conversation every week. I don't know what you guys are. Shane, I'm so disappointed time. in you. Shane's like the kid that goes to school and his parents are so happy that he's like so smart and he's so happy and he's so then he goes and he says something stupid and they're like, Oh fucking Shane. Yeah, that's, that's Shane literally me. Paul Roma's a horseman. <laughs> he was excited for Paul Roma being a horseman. Pretty Paul Roma. He was like, ooh, Paul Roma and uh, Steve Mongo McMichael, his favorite oh, horseman. Man. Oh, man. He was like, ah, Jeff Jarrett, that guy's trash. Yeah. That's me, Jeff Jarrett. Boo. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Roundtable Pressing Podcast. Live here on Biosam.net. Man, we're just going to start it out with SmackDown. Smacking down. Because it's Friday. Yeah, we had kinda... not one but two wrestling shows. Oh, man. SmackDown was no, a no, 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 no. Stop. We had one wrestling show, one sports entertainment show. Let's get that right, ladies and gentlemen. Don't listen to, don't, uh, don't listen to Julian. Beat. Julian is being biased tonight. Maybe we had two sports entertainment shows because... Chris Jericho did uh, oh, nominations sports entertainment wrestling. <laughs> the, yes. sports entertainment the wizard, the, the wizard, wizard. Chris Jericho. he trademarked oh, the wizard. Oh, uh, he's you with a fireball. I'm the wizard. I don't understand why he's still anyway. Anyway, welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so let's go ahead and get into let's go ahead and get into SmackDown. Julian, what was your first um, what was your first thoughts when the show opened up with your boys? Rated RK Bro. You, you know what? Uh, the shows opened up with Rated RK Bro or the Usos uh, pretty much for the past three or four weeks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've been issuing the challenges for the Tag Team Championships, talking about unifying it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we started off with uh, Riddle um, somehow going against a representative of the bloodline in Sami Zayn. <laughs> 
Um, All right, guys, the Roundtable. <laughs> so Roundtable podcast representative, Sami Zayn. Oh, I love Sami Zayn. While you may laugh, Sami Zayn showed up and showed out. Tonight. He did. He, he sure, sure did. did. Man, I got to say one thing. You can accuse Sami Zayn of a lot of things, but he doesn't put on a bad match. No, he doesn't. He never puts on a bad match. Never. And so Sammy, you know, he showed up, you know, volunteering to represent the bloodline and, you know, <laughs> let the tribal chief know that he's not going to let these guys disrespect the bloodline. Hey, he said he said he was the he said he was the locker room leader for SmackDown. Yes. Locker room leader. Yes. Just put the respect on his name. Put that he respect on his name. He can't be the ring general because that nope. belongs to uh, Gunther Walter. Gunther. You know what? Let's not call him Gunther ever again. I do not want to hear that goddamn name on this show. He is Walter. Walter, Walter chops the shit out of people. We're not Poor stupid. We're not Poor stupid. Or Gulak. <laughs> he, he can't catch a break. Honestly, he really mm. can. Nah. But uh, yeah, so you know, our our opening match for the night was Sami Zayn against uh, Riddle, and it was a it was a good match. It was really a good match, and you know. Um, uh, Riddle got in some good offense. Riddle's doing a lot of Randy Orton moves. With- Riddle yeah. is becoming a heel. I'm telling yeah, he you. really is. Yeah. Yeah. I am standing right here. Riddle's turning on Randy Orton. He's turning on Randy you, Orton. You saw, you saw it. <coughs> Even though Randy was cheering him on, you you really start to see like... The seriousness is Randy going to be like, hey man, you're really stealing a lot of my shit. Like you're really trying to be me. Like, no, no, hey, this is for me and you, Julian, because I know Shane, he ain't going to understand this, ref- this reference. But you ever see a movie called Single White Female? I sure do. That is going to be Randy Orton and Riddle. Single White Male. And uh, yeah, Shane, you, you should watch the movie. The girl's name was Hedra. Okay. And um, her nickname was Hetty because of an incident that happened in the, yeah. show, in the, in the, in the movie. Literally, send me a top 100 movie that I have. No, no, don't send him shit because he ain't gonna look at it. <laughs> We've had this conversation go, with him. Go to my Twitter handler and ask me if I'm warning oh, and send me 100 movies that I have hey, not seen. <laughs> Shane, do you like Star Trek? A little bit. Do you know who Q is? No, he don't know who no. Q is. Man, he don't know nothing. Shane, I'm more of a Star Wars fan than a Star Trek fan. Oh so. Hey man, if you know if who Khan, do you know who Khan is? Yeah, I know who Khan is. Oh god, man! If you if you want to see Q be a heel and hand the rocks to Cradle, that's the movie to see. Ooh, right. yeah, yeah. Right. People forget. People forget mm. Q is the heel doctor. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. But uh, but I digress. But uh, yeah. So Riddle Riddle was uh, being a little heelish here, yeah, and he has. stealing Randy's moves. He's doing Randy's shtick. And even though Randy's cheering him on, uh, you know, at some point he might start using Randy's moves against him. And that's not going to bode well for, uh, for, for. Okay. Randy. So let's Randy talk Orton. about the six man tag team match at WrestleMania Backlash. Remember that dive over the top rope? Who did he hit? He hit that's, Randy. That's right. It was an accident, it's, bro. This is professional wrestling. That's there are no accidents. Starts. That's how it always starts. There are no accidents in professional wrestling. I know. Wrestling. I know, just saying. Hey, Randy. That's Randy, how I hit you with starts. your own move, Randy. I've been manipulating you all this time, Randy. Hey, so, Randy. you know, again, riddle to the wrestling barefoot. Uh, I was really surprised when the announcers called uh, 
They said Riddle went for the go to sleep. <laughs> right? Bro, oh my God. Yeah. How was that? They're not going to call it the bro Derek or the bro, what, what does he call it? The, the, the bro to sleep. Yeah, the bro, bro to sleep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he said he said to go to sleep. Really? Because um, everyone's been telling me the bro to sleep when uh, Riddle uses it. Yeah, Vince might have, uh, you know, gave somebody a little bit of a tongue lashing. And not in a sexual way later on uh, later on that night. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. But uh it's not but, even nine so, o'clock yet, dude. Um, wow. Actually, so, it's eleven oh eight over here. So oh then it's okay, it works. Yeah, you know, so okay. for the finish of the match, Riddle picks up Sami Zayn, and I thought he was gonna go for a package pile driver because of the way he picked him up. Right. But he did not. He went for more of a styles clash in a reverse way. In a reverse way, yes. So, it, it, uh, and I forget what they called it. Uh, Shane? It was the, it's the Bro Derek. That, that's what they called the Bro the Derek. Bro Derek, yes. Yeah. So, it looks like a reverse package styles clash. And that's what got the one, two, three on uh, Sammy Zane for the night. Uh, Sammy did try to go for the 10, the ten count out, but, um, you know, by attacking Riddle outside the ring, throw him against the table, throwing him over the guardrail by the bellkeeper. Uh, but Randy, uh, w- without interfering, really um, got Riddle back in the ring before the before the ten count. Uh, instead of stomping on Riddle, you know, Sami Zayn sat there and complained to the to the ref about uh, that was a ten count and you should have counted him out. Blah 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 blah. Wasting time, but now that goes. So anyway, Riddle picks up the win, and um, yeah, Radar Radar Cabro. Uh, RK Bro picks up another win on SmackDown. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm more interested in what happened afterwards, like later on tonight. Um, so we'll get to that. Mm. Let's go to mm. you know what I'm talking about at the end of the night. Yeah. Let's go yeah. to the history making. We're talking about the Guinness Book of World Records recorded. Yep. Like like this match, ladies and gentlemen, was not only for the world, the the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, but it was also a moment in time. Because our Guinness Guinness World Record holding champion, if you will, Natalia, was once again in a match. Um, and she was with uh, her her tag team partner, her nemesis, by the way. She was she was with her tag team partner. She was with uh, the 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 joint the manipulator, Spades. the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler, Shayna Baszler, and they were taking on the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Sasha Banks and Naomi. <laughs> Feel the glow. Feel the glow. And it was a decent match. Um, once again, I mean, Shayna Baszler was not being the monster that she needs to be. In my oh, opinion, yeah. in my opinion, Shayna Baszler should never lose. She, they should name her Parker Lewis, and she should just. <laughs> That's another reference you ain't going. You ain't going to know Shane. Yeah, oh, Shayna Baszler should should never lose a match. In my opinion, no, she never um, should. I've I've said this before. I said this going into WrestleMania. She should be like what Oscar was when she was uh, undefeated. Yeah, I, I going into WrestleMania, I was if you remember, I was pissed because I said that Ronda Rousey is taking the spot that Shayna Baszler needs to occupy. But nevertheless, 
uh, Natty has taken her as a tag team partner, and we had an okay tag team match here. Um, in these matches, um, we've learned a few things, and one is that Sasha Banks is very flexible. Uh, she stretches out, <laughs> bends over, and takes a lot of bumps, um, you know, w- without killing herself because she's got some Star Wars movies and Disney money to make. She learns the uh, force in real life, so you know. Yeah, so she's, uh, you know, she she takes her bumps and she's quite flexible and doesn't, you know, really break anything anymore. She's not bouncing off tables and like that, or not almost killing herself like almost all yeah, the time. Yeah, not, not almost killing herself like, uh, um. Like uh, Jeff Hardy and uh, and and what's his name? Uh, Darby Allen. Dar- Darby Allen. Allen. No, nothing like that at all. Um, oh, we don't want to. We don't want to have that conversation because you know the WWE stands will, will be pissed. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not okay to do that kind of spot in AEW. Yeah, Shane already had that issue. They had a fairly good tag team match. Um, one of the funny things is, is as the heels, you had Shannon Baszler coming in pretty free, pretty frequently to break up the tags. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and when Naomi was in the same position to do so, she did not. Um, which now, now Julian, it, we have this conversation every week. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're a champion. You want to win the match. Correct. No, at any time, but whatever, whatnot, you will do whatever it takes to win. Tickle their foot. Who knows? I don't know. Her foot. Yeah. Shane, something is wrong with you. Yeah, there is. Well, you know, what what we saw this match is um, Naomi um, went for the pin on Natalia, rolled her over, went for the pin, got a two count. Shane Baszler came in and broke it up. But then shortly after, she went ahead and she got the one, two, three. On Natty once again. And so Natty, who's been pinned like a million and one times, <laughs> got, pinned, got pinned for the millionth and second time by Naomi. Ladies and gentlemen, before we she go any still further, holds. hold on. Before we go any further, we need to reiterate that this is a this is a Guinness Book of World Records record. She still holds it. The Guinness Book of World <laughs> Records in 2022. She, she loses the most matches to Naomi every she time. Holds it. Mm-hmm. Put over Queen. That sounds really dirty, but I hey, get it. Hey, you know, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. So Naomi gets the pin over Natty, and Naomi and Sasha retain their women's tag team championship. Okay. Of course, this won't be the end of it. We're probably going to see them wrestle for it at uh, Hell in a Cell or Helena. Uh, Money in the bank or whatever else is coming up next. Whatever's coming up next. Next week on next week on SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah. Maybe on Raw. Who knows? You mean first name Helena, last name Cell? (laughs) Yes, Helena Cell. (laughs) Shane's funny tonight. Hey, you know what? It it would be it would be better if they took the tag team championship match down to uh, NXT and challenged whoever's down there. I mean, just the same way Ricochet did. So they might be doing that rotation. Rotation. You know. Like the Viking Raiders, they are. I really would like for them to defend the SmackDown, I mean, the World Tag Team Championships, as it may, as it may be, in NXT. Get rid of all the tag team titles. Get rid of all the tag team titles. Just have one set of World Tag Team titles, like they're talking about doing later on, you know, on the show. So let's get to, let's get to, the the next match. 
because we had to roll. We had to say we had just the first segment with Randy Orton and Riddle, um, and then the match with Riddle and uh, CON Spiracy. Then we had a Ronda Rousey segment, which I want to say was a fresh <sighs> air. No, 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 not the match, just the segment where they recap Ronda Rousey making Charlotte Flair quit. Okay, right? Ronda, Ronda thanks the fans. Uh, wants to be a fighting champion, and all of a sudden, Big Mommy Cool, fresh, fresh from NXT, with her big, broad shoulders and her huge back, Raquel Gonzalez, now known as Raquel Rodriguez, challenges the SmackDown Women's Champion Ronda Rousey live on SmackDown tonight. Yeah. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that is two women's matches. Wow, back to back. Wow. And we're not talking squash matches. We're talking no. about short matches. We're no, about they gave him some touch. Yeah, they gave him really good. Now, I will tell you right now, Raquel Rodriguez, Raquel, I'm just going to call her Raquel Gonzalez because all these name changes yeah. drive me crazy. Raquel Gonzalez, Rodriguez, whatever you want to know, she dominated Ronda Rousey. She, she did. did. Like, she, ladies she and gentlemen, put, she put it on her. She, she was like, yo, you've been in my man's DMs. Let's go. <laughs> That's how she did it. She was like, you ever trying to slide off my man's DMs? I'm going to smack you around. Like, she beat Ronda's ass. She really and did. She, she hit a couple of those Samoan backdrops. Mm-hmm. She hit, hit her a couple a real couple nice of those big boots. Mm-hmm. Took her off the top rope. I mean, really, when Ronda was going for those submission holes, she really fought her way out of it. Um, took, the, took the guillotine chokehold, turned it into a suplex. I mean, just the whole nine, man. She looked... Really good in this match. Looks like a real contender. Yes, really strong. And the way the match wrapped up, uh, it, it was pretty quick and concise. But in no way did it make her look like, you know, like she just went out there and got beat. Oh man, she yeah. held her own. One, I can truly say, and this is just my humble opinion, they actually made an NXT NXT call up look fucking good. Yeah, they did. For a change. Like, you would think that she would come up and she would just get squashed? No. She came up and was like, yo, check this out. Here we go. What's up? And it was good. And like I said, without Charlotte in the title picture, it was a breath of fresh air or something new. And I liked it. <laughs> it, it was a breath of fresh air. I mean, it was, yeah. like, it was like, hey, guess what? We have all these new people. Oh Let's my God. give them a shot. Now we can finally yeah. give Shotzi, Aaliyah, and all these other shit, but, Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, so in the backstage segment, you know, Shotzi complained, "Oh, that should have been me out there." But mm. uh, Raquel Gonzalez just like walked past me, knocked me out the way, and Aaliyah accused Shotzi of locking her in the in the, in the women's in the, in the locker room <clears throat> to keep her from going out there. Um. Yeah, I think Ronda Rousey probably would have had her way with those two, um, but it it was a, it was a total reminder to me that these two were on the roster. Yeah, <laughs> did you forget? Yeah, dude, I was like, oh, you were like, they have a job here. here? <laughs> what? Shazzy's here? I I totally forgot. Yeah, oh, Leah, you're, not, you're, not, you're also here. You're, you're not just in catering. You're not parking cars. Oh, that's oh nice man. Oh, you know. You know, Shotzi gonna come out, you know, driving her tank and whatnot. No, she doesn't have the tank anymore. She just comes out by herself. Right, that whole stupid tank thing was dumb. Hey, don't just on the tank. They're like so cold. Aaliyah, Aaliyah, 311, 312, whatever the hell her little gimmick was for Pin and Natty. 
12, oh, yeah, uh, it 11 like seconds. It was, it, was like, it was like 11 something, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It was all right. I mean, honestly, though, I'm, I'm proud that they gave Raquel gave gave Raquel a real good chance to show up and show out, and she did it. She yeah. she showed up and she, she like like I said, ladies and gentlemen, to me, I'm so excited about this. I'm so happy about this for the first time in a long time. They made an NXT callable real fucking good. And it's about damn. And and for them to do it against Ronda Rousey and to do it against like their current champion, someone who just made like the 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 most over um, women's wrestler in the last decade, Charlotte Flair, someone who made her tap out and and to put her in a match like right away with Ronda Rousey and 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 to put her in a position to look so good, kudos, Mm -hmm. man. If it wasn't for the guillotine choke, I'm pretty sure Big Mommy Cool would have had that ass. Correct. Um, but then we go to something that really um really really makes Julian sad. So before we go into it, before we go into it, we're gonna go into a commercial because I want Julian to fully compose himself because you can already see the tears forming in Julian's eyes right now. Oh man. The futurist. And, I'm sorry, man. Ain't no jokes about this match. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. This match. get your hair cut, you go get your hair cut right. You head down to Big D's Barbershop. Big D's Barbershop, Vancouver, Washington's best and brightest. 1019 Main Street, Vancouver, Washington, where you can go get your hair lined up, cuts, fades, shampoos, conditions, and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area. You can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com. Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. And we are back, man. We are back. Look, ladies and gentlemen, on this podcast, we make fun of a lot of things. We make fun of Julian's impression with 3MB. And what happened? And what happened? 300 bluetooth a month. Huh. We did make fun of Riddick Moss, otherwise known to you as Mad Cat Moss. All them latecomers, as Julian says. <laughs> no, Julian, Julian has hyped up Mad Cat Moss from day one. Oh yeah, Julian has lost predictions warfare because of Mad Cat Moss. Julian, 
has backed the Mac. Sorry, he's backed the Mad Cap all the way. Today, we gotta give a moment of silence for the Pilmanized Mad Cap Most. All right, enough of that shit, ladies all and right. gentlemen. Let's go, Julian. Hey, let's go. Hey, for all you, all you brand new Johnny come lately. Johnny new to the table, Madcap Moss fans. <laughs> I want you to go listen to uh, Mike Jones' song back then, because back then he wasn't a fan. Right now, like Biz Markie said, you're catching the vapors. Ooh, My man, Madcap Moss, he's the future. The future. He's your next Intercontinental Champion, at least. Mm-mm-mm. He is. Mm. He is climbing that ladder. He's. Maybe he, he he doesn't quite have a rocket on his back, but he got at least a sparkler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, he's doing the damn thing because we all know that the road to the WWE championship or a championship, you got to go through Baron Corbin. Unfortunately. Yes. Baron Corbin. Every time. So after trouncing Baron Corbin, at WrestleMania Backlash with a sunset flip pin, no less. I mean, it doesn't get much more old school than the that. cat flip. The the mad capper. Mad capper. Whatever you want to call it. Sunset flip for the pin. I mean, you know, if you're Baron if you're Baron Corbin, understand, I'd be upset too. So, you know, my man Mad Cap got in the got in the ring and got there to celebrate. And here comes salty ass Baron Corbin with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> salty. Somebody, yeah. somebody, somebody call IHOP. <laughs> and he waffled him with that chair. Waffles. My poor man, Madcap. And then he took the chair and put it around his neck and he pilmanized him. Oh, man. Pilmanized him by putting the chair around his neck and dropping the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Trophy. Andrew. Oh, right on the other end of the chair. He capped his neck. So <laughs> this feud is going to continue. And while my man Madcap was going to the hospital, <laughs> ha, 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 you're not funny, Baron Corbin. You're going to get yours. Like P.E. said, you're going to get yours. <laughs> my man, Madcap, he will be back. And it's going to be no joke. <laughs> When he opens a can of whoop ass on you. Okay. Okay. So look. (laughs) (laughs) Look. It it, it has been said. It has been said. That Matt Cap Moss. The Matt Capper. The Matt Cap one himself. He's done a lot. Mm -hmm. He's done a lot. He's done a whole lot in this business. He's on a roll. And Julian just loves Mad Cat Moss. He Can you blame him? him? Julian just loves him. But Julian, let's let's go back here. Let's 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 go back. Back. He he lost you to prediction of warfare. Hey man, it's okay. You he lost it for you. My kids have lost me a lot of money. Doesn't mean I don't love them. Wow. Wow. Call it that, man. I mean, you just did you just shit on your kids? 
Yeah. No, not at you all. Just shit on your kid. I, not at all. I'm just saying, man. You gotta. Wow. You gotta spend look, money to make money. Look, ladies and gentlemen, Julian just shit all over his kids. Wow. You, spend money you are money. a bad dad, Julian. Hey, man. I I I, I lost a lot of dough because I'm not trying to end up in the in the crooked retirement home. <laughs> I'm not your trying kid. to end up in Florida where people steal my gold teeth. My gold teeth. <laughs> Oh my God, your kids, Julian, they're going to lock your ass up in a mercury. You know what my daughter told me? What did you say about me, Dad? My, my, my daughter told me this man one time and it made me laugh my ass off. Like she said, You know, Dad, when you get old, I'm going to put you in a retirement home. <laughs> and I was like, Wow. Like, wow, really? I said, Well, what am I going to wear? She's like, Whatever they wear Crocs, socks, and booty shorts. Damn. <laughs> That's all you can wear. Damn. I was like, but but she's no dad. Crocs, socks, and booty shorts, and tank tops. Hey, Amen. So what happens when I get cold? She was like, Crocs, socks, and booty shorts. You can wear long Ugh. socks. Long <laughs> like socks. Jesus Christ. As long as you're not living in a tent off of Sixth in Los Angeles, you are all right. Ooh, 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 I, man, man. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, I, I've I've seen that. I've seen that. Um, so then we go to. Like I said, we talked about the women's tag team titles match, which lasted in like nine minutes. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but then we go to a match that I'm just I'm so sick and tired of this this rivalry. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have so, so so would you would you prefer would you prefer seeing for the 1922nd time the Usos versus the New Day? Okay, so I get that. I knew you were gonna go there. You you can't I knew have both. You were gonna go there. I knew it. But okay, okay. I digress. First or, and foremost, before or, I go into this horrible, horrible situation, or the New Day versus Viking Raiders, the Viking Raiders get attacked before they get in the ring. Yeah. Well, they fly all over to out. fucking Saudi and they Saudi just Arabia, don't get, don't... get a shot. Anyway, and they still haven't gotten shot. They let's talk about this backstage segment real quick because I want to get it out of the way. Um, Ricochet is approached by Drew Gulak. Gulak uh, is giving him a pep talk. It was which, motivating him. Which it, it it blew my mind because I'm thinking, well, isn't Gulak going after the Intercontinental Championship? I was hoping he was. But he's like, hey, Ricochet, what can I do? How can I be better? Hey, man, you got to believe in yourself. Believe. In fact, why don't you come down with me to NXT next week? Believe. <laughs> but you know, you know what's really funny, though? He was like, dude, why don't you confront... Walter, and he turns around and there walks right into Walter and Ludwig, and Walter rips open Gulak's shirt, and Walter chopped Gulak chopped so hard, his soul fell on the ground. Looked up at Gulak's body and said, "What the fuck did you do that for?" Yeah. And that's how bad it was. He chopped him I, so hard I he was in the multiverse of madness. They <laughs> dream walking. Like he, he chopped him so hard. He dropped look, he chopped him so hard. I, I think, Drew Gulak's great, 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 great grandmother look came down from heaven, was like, boy, you didn't fucked up now. <laughs> I think Gulak's soul left early because he was like, Oh shit, I want none of this. Yeah, no, like, you know, you know what? No, uh Walter. And, hey man, so I've for real right now for Gulak. When Gulak when when, uh, when Walter went and ripped off his shirt. 
he reached so far down to rip off his shirt. I was like, is he taking off his drawers? <laughs> I was like, that's let me put you this way. Mm. You know, you know that saying you need to wear clean underwear when you leave the house in case you get yeah. an accident. Yeah, you know, and I always say this, man. If I get into an accident, I'm gonna shit on myself. Underwear clean or not, I'm gonna shit on myself. If I ever walked in a locker room and 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 Walter walked into me and was like, I'm going to chop you. No, bro. I would just be like, I'm coming, Wheezy. I'm coming. <laughs> hey, man. Look, you see plenty of chops on TV. Mm-hmm. Yes. This one was so loud. Mm. God. And it it this this was this was a working chop. And Lily oh. almost that Gulag didn't know where he was for a moment. Dude, he had an out-of-body experience. <laughs> <laughs> he was floating above uh-huh. his body like, why? This, this was not oh, a working chop. It was stiff. Gulag got... Walter's hand hit his chest. Gulag hit the wall. And yeah. then he slid down. Hey, man. As and soon as they like, went... And then he was like, oh, man, it's so great being on Raw. He, bro, no. he's all smacked down. He was like, "Am I at two hundred five live?" Hey man, once they let Gulak actually shows his shit to Walter, it's gonna be an underrated banger. I'm look, just saying. Look, look, look! Everyone said the same thing about Elian Dragunov, and that yeah. those two matches straight up bangers. Straight up bangers. Drew Gulak, yeah. Drew Gulak, he gonna meet Jesus before he. You know, he he's gonna come back, pull a Super Saiyan move on Walter, and just just, just you wow. wait. Wow, you you putting oh, okay. you putting a tweet. You putting a twenty on a five dollar bill right there, boy. You trying? Hey to, man, you trying it, to get him happen. killed, aren't you? It could have him. Hey, hey Shane, you better send him like a pack of blue chews and a, and six Red Bulls. Go like I believe in you, man. Just just watch freaking the NXT Fatal Four Ring where Sami Zayn went out of control. And, and you better send him D'Lo Brown's chest protector. Chest oh, protector, man. Yes, he needs to start wearing that too. Man, I'm just saying. Man, Jesus Christ. And uh, it looks like uh, looks like Walter's um, been drinking some slump fast. Walter has been losing a lot of weight because you know, yeah, um, Vince said he was fat. I... So Walter's, you know, who cares? Honestly, it's it's Vince McMahon, bro. He, bro, oh, you gotta be big and buff, just like these guys, man. He's like, you gotta be slim and trim, there, uh, Walter. Uh, Gonna be like uh like me, a genetic jackhammer. Yeah, Walter doesn't really look good with the the long thin neck, you know. He no he, he looks better when he's like you know real really on the swole side. Yeah. Well, I'll put you this way. <sighs> Walter is still alive. Yes. Yes, somewhere very much there. so. Anyway, so we'll go ahead and get to the next segment. The next segment, Butch. Okay. Look, ladies and gentlemen, remember what I said earlier about an NXT call-up looking good when it came up? This is the opposite. This is the total 100% opposite. Not only that, they need to stop Pete telling. Dunn. Pete Dunn. One of, eight, one of NXT's rising stars. The rabid. Uh, gets pulled what? up to the WWE's main roster. Teams up with Rich Holland and Sheamus to form some fight club gimmick. They're facing Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods again. Now, the, the London Fight Club for the 253,599th time. Wow, 
these guys have been in the ring together. Thank God, knock on wood. It seems like it. Rich Holland didn't injure anyone else. Yeah, for real. Because if they mention, I mean, and and, and shout out to to Biggie, get well, get better. Yes, please, get please well. take your time getting better. Don't rush back. Um, a broken Come neck back. is a serious injury. You're you're one of the, the most positive men in the world of professional wrestling. Just most positive men in general. You are a genuinely good guy. So shout outs to Biggie Langston. Um, just shout out to Biggie uh, in, in general for being such a good fucking person. But WWE, haven't you guys learned your lesson? No. Remember no. when Owen Hart died? Mm-hmm. Remember how many times you guys showed it on the goddamn video? Remember how much you talked about it constantly? So much to where people couldn't get it out of their minds. Remember that? Remember how you you dampened the spirits of wrestling fans that night and for weeks and months to come? Remember that? Why do you keep bringing up the fact that this man, Rich Holland, broke Biggie's neck every goddamn week? You know, it's really funny you mentioned that. Uh, on Netflix, I've been watching a, a documentary on the on the space shuttle Challenger um, tragedy. Oh my god! I and, remember that. I watched that in school. Yeah, everybody, well, except for you, Shane. Shane, everybody Shane was, I, I don't remember if I did or not. Honestly, so I everybody was watching live. And even in certain parts of this documentary, when it comes when they say "Okay, shuttle, throttle up," they go they go to black. There's only one real part of the documentary where they show exactly what happened. And that's because they want to talk about the specifics of what failed, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. That being said, oh, here's Rich Holland breaking Big E's neck. Oh, here's from a different angle where Rich Holland throws Big E. Oh, here's Big E. I'm like, dude, no, like, stop it. Like, I stop mean, it. I get it. That's the fucking Amber Heard trial. Like, <laughs> now it's it's not it's not like they have Ridge Holland get on the mic and talk about how he's the breaker of necks and he, he's putting people in the hospital. Wrestling news and, and, and stuff like that. They're they're not letting him take that gimmick and be like, you know, I black I break black people's necks or, or nothing like that. So they're leaving it all of the commentary team to keep on showing this uh, this footage over and over. It's not necessary. We it's remember. Not. It's like, dude, we, we like, know Big E's gone. We know why he's gone. It's like, please stop showing it. Like, for the love of God. And it's like, not like Big E's coming back next week. Yeah. Not only that, but what really freaking irritates me the most is that they keep mentioning the part where the rabid man, Butch, and we know a guy that was already rabid. Well, I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. The match actually was pretty good. It was. And believe yeah. it or not, ladies and gentlemen, Butch actually got the friggin' win. Yeah. And ran up in the crowd like a rabbit dog. So, stop. Not even like this. Butch actually had a match, like a real match. He wasn't in there acting like just some crazy... From the Three Stooges. Some crazy thug who's just in there, just, you know, like off the like off the streets, like it looked like a, a paper boy. Exactly. Like some like some um, soccer hooligan or, or whatever, get an actual match, and the match was decent. Um, you know, and he you know he had a good match against against Kofi. Um, this whole where is Butch thing where he runs off from the crowd and run like he's an, an unleashed dog or something is, I don't know. It's uh, it's different. 
like they're pretty Ezekiel, much Ezekiel Ezekiel's different too, so this is different. It's different. Yeah. But um yeah, we this this feud can this feud can come to an end. Not only that, just please. get rid of the whole rabid man of Butch, please. Because we know the other guy who had the rabid gimmick. Yeah, just saying. Yeah. I mean they're basically already mentioned the guy that who they are not supposed to be mentioning to basically triggering the fans on who that man was in the past. You know? Well, honestly, I don't care about like them mentioning anything in the past. Like, you know, whatever. They're, they're, I mean, you know, the WWE is, is known for wiping out the, the existence of people. Oh, yeah. You know, so, I mean, it is what it is. Just like when Randy Orton found the world title anonymously. Oh, wow. He just found it right here. <laughs> Randomly sitting, you know, on someone's bag. Yeah, he probably shouldn't. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's how he won it. Oh, that's no. how he won the belt. I mean, you know, yeah. Randy Orton notorious shitting people's bags. Um, sorry. Okay, I had a message pop up that kind of the rabbit bush. Um, <clears throat> so all in all, it was actually a pretty good match. Um, but of course, we're probably gonna have next week on SmackDown a tag team match to who's the, the, the new day versus Butch and Rich Holland with Sheamus at ringside, or we'll probably have Sheamus and Rich Holland with Butch Stop at ringside, it. or we'll probably have Kofi, we'll probably have Xavier Woods versus Butch next week, or Xavier Woods versus Rich Holland next week, or Sheamus next week. We'll have the same matches over and over again. You know why? Because it's a limited cast show. Yeah, it pretty much is, and it sucks. <laughs> so let's get to the best part of the show. The last segment, the main event. Man, RK Bro is just like paychecks so, are just going to be. So not not your main event much more than your, your, your main, main event segment. Your cliffhanger. Yes. yes. And boy, what Which a cliffhanger it was. Right? Because you know what, ladies and gentlemen? I say this every week. The WWE likes to play the card subject to change all the time. Card subject to change. Oh, we're going to promote this match up until the last possible second. And then, oh, sorry, guys. That that match ain't going to happen. But, hey, we'll throw this match on. To be fair, it, local indie wrestling shows also do that. Okay, so. well, that's a local indie show. That's not something that's seen by 100 million people worldwide. Think yeah. about that for a second. Worldwide? Yeah. Think about that. That's like Titus Worldslide. Like, think about that. Um, so Roman Reigns and the bloodline take about 30 minutes to come to the ring. Yes. You know, they get in the ring. Randy Orton and, um, and Riddle are already in the ring. And Looks basically Pennsylvania, they're like, me. it was so funny because like, 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 uh, Roman was like, yo, I've smashed everyone. I <laughs> yeah, smashed this guy. I smashed this guy. I smashed John Cena. I smashed Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton. <laughs> out of nowhere, it was like, well, John Cena is 10 times the man that you are. Believe that. Believe that. Didn't I was he like, also wow, that he didn't was, beat him at all? Randy just Randy did. shit. Like Randy was like, yo, yeah. uh, psst, shut your mouth. Uh, then he was like, oh. Wow, I just noticed, and I'm taller than you. Ha, 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 and walked away. He really is, though. Randy Orton is a tall dude. Randy Orton is funny. 
Yeah, Randy, I, I love this Randy Orton. Randy I like Orton Randy Orton so more than John Cena, so you know. Randy Orton is funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, especially the fact that he put over John Cena, that really made me laugh. Yeah, but he also said that uh, Roman never beat Cena, which a lie he did. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> anyway, I uh, know he said he never smashed Cena. Are we talking about yeah. like smashing? Like, listen here, Shane. <sighs> listen here, Shane. It is eight forty-four. Can Actually, you wait till we? Can you wait till we get to the AW review? Because it'd be nine o'clock then. Okay. Then you can talk about scissoring all you want. Uh-uh. You sick puppy, <laughs> sick sick man. Um, but the so basically, they're like, "Yo, we're gonna have this unification championship match, unless you guys are scared." What you say, Oos? Y'all want to do it? And um, I was surprised that the Usos were like, "Yeah, yeah, we want to do this." Yeah, Next and Roma was like, and Roma didn't say nothing. He was like, "Cause this dude, he was like, there'll be two belts right here." There'll be two belts right here. And there'll be two belts right here. Just like when I beat Shane to unify the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast Prediction Championship and that piece of aluminum foil he has there, the the, um, Wicked Crazy Pinfall Pocket to become the ultimate. Listen. Ultimate community champion. Listen, I skeeted. Oh, yeah, you skeeted, all right. I skeeted. He skeeted, all right. Sure did. And no more nothing. I was surprised the world and become the big time husk two belts after double or nothing. Listen here, Shane, two belts. What you're about to become what you're about to become is Shane no belts. You're about to become skidmark Shane at the end of this predictions warfare. Because champion versus champion for both titles at double or nothing just sounds interesting than another rematch between me and Drew, who I already been for. Yeah, well, you know. That's how they do it, man. So they do it. Anyway, um, so they're going to have a unification match. And then, out of nowhere, this is where... Okay. No, I out, of, out of nowhere. Wait, 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 wait. I hate Riddle. You know, I can't stand Riddle. He's warm enough to you. But the <laughs> knee, the jumping knee that Riddle gave to, to Roman Reigns, bro. Roman took that bump, laid back, and was like, Ow. And he was like, "This mother he was, he was like, "This mother." Yeah. He was selling it hard. I don't think he was selling. I think he he, he took it on chin. He's like, <laughs> that and, "And Riddle got out of the ring, and you can see how evil he looked." Yeah, like I said, Riddle was turning heel. Dude, Riddle is a manipulator more than Randy. Yeah, you're right gonna now. lose those belts, and Riddle is gonna snap, and he gonna RKO Randy. It's gonna be believe that. It's going to be so weird seeing Riddle. Believe that. Know. Believe that. Yeah. SummerSlam is going to be Randy Orton versus Riddle. Believe that. Oof. That's going to be a killer match. Best friends, Riddle, better enemies. Riddle gave Roman that knee. I was like, there's some payback coming off that. Oh, he yeah. He had that man. Yeah. Like in, the, like the in the scary movie? Because of a spear. You watched. Like in the scary movie franchise, the, there was this girl, I forgot her name, but she said, oh, he had that man. Yeah, he, yeah, he had that man. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Raw, I mean, SmackDown went off the air with the bloodline watching RKO or RK Bro walk off to back off to Raw. So, can we expect some payback on Raw on Monday? Who Probably. knows? This thing has been going on since after WrestleMania. And it, honestly, I'm actually pretty enjoying it. <laughs> well, I'm telling you right now, it is, it is, it's been quite enjoyable. Yeah. yeah this, this, this right here. <sighs> 
Plus, with Sami Zayn is in the mix, I'm say I'm it. expecting. I'm say expecting. It. Say it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Say it. I can't. I can't do it. I can't say do it. Say it. Oh, he coward. 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 Okay, SmackDown was a good show. Yes. Whoa! There we go. Man, but I was saying SmackDown. Really, I, I, I always say. I always say. How hard was that to say? I, it, oh my god, it was so hard. How hard was that? It was so hard. It was. It was almost as hard as Shane with thirty blue chew on a Saturday night. Hey man, it I, was haven't, hard. I haven't taken no blue chew ever since I it got was, here. It man. was all. It was so hard. It was like the nine months that Becky Lynch got put out by Seth Rollins. That's how hard it was, ladies and gentlemen. Whew, it was hard. Is it? Was it? Harder than that ding, that ding right there. Bing bong. Bing, bing bong. <laughs> bing bong. Anyway, yeah, um, it was a it was a good show. I mean, I give it a solid three and a half out but of five. I am expecting Sami Zayn to run out during the tag match and get respect on his name. Yo, yo, respect the name, Sami Zayn. Respect. Put some respect on that name, dude. I am. I'm hoping that will happen because it will make Sami Zayn a full fledged bloodline member, and I'm all for it. Naomi need to be part of the bloodline. Just saying. Anyway, Ooh. put some respect on the name, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna go to a quick commercial break, and we're gonna come back one. with the AEW review. Right back. get your hair cut you go get your hair cut right you head down to big d's barbershop big d's barbershop vancouver washington's best and brightest 1019 main street vancouver washington where you can go get your hair lined up cuts fades shampoos conditions and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area you can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Great futures do start at the Boys and Girls Club. And you know what we're going to do now? We're going to turn the tables just a little bit. Oh, man. It's time for the scissoring. Chain, chain, chain. You still have nine minutes, you little pervert. (laughs) 11.51. Look. AEW Rampage, ladies and gentlemen, came on at 2.30 p.m. 2.30 p.m. Nice and early. 5.30 over here. I don't understand why they did this. Why they did it. But you know what today is, ladies and gentlemen? 
What? This is I almost, I almost I almost went through without saying it. What? Today is my favorite day of the year. Did you put it's Friday the thirteenth? Um, then the night before did you go to Camp Crystal Lake and put some horny hey, people out in hey, the camp so that Jason can kill? Let me tell you something. There is a place in New York called Camp Crystal Lake. No lie. The guy who owns the place literally has a six foot eight, three hundred and twenty-five pound statue of Jason Voorhees with a humongous knife and is bolted in the bottom of the man-made lake. Oh, I see, I've seen like videos this. of it. You know what? coming up through the lake with the knife. If you Google it, you look it up, you can find it. The guy's literally coming through the coming through the water with the knife. Awesome. Best day of the year. I love Friday the 13th. Look, I had a great day. And for all you Debbie Downers who thinks Friday the 13th is just a normal day, you're no fun. Twice a year, baby. Twice a year. The next one's in September, baby. You know what we should do? Down. What one of these days for a podcast? We should go to that Camp Crystal Lake and do a round table. I'm so with that life. I'm with that life. We should definitely Um, do that. So tonight we had some very interesting matches. We had the main event with Scorpio Sky, the TNT champion. First, taking on Frankie, the heavy metal rebel Kazarian, formerly tag team match. Former tag team champions. Yeah. And a lot of emotion. SoCal Uncensored. Some SoCal boys. I know both those guys from SoCal. They grew up living the life in LA. Uh, Frankie Gazarian married to the wonderful Tracy Brooks. Um, Scorpio Sky doing the most in SoCal. That's to you. Um, But we start to show off with a six man, I'm sorry, a trios. Trios. We're talking about Death Triangle, Penta, The Bastard Pac, and Ray Phoenix. They took on the Butcher and Blade, and believe it or not, Mark Quinn. Mark Quinn, Mark who's Quinn. having a not Mark Quinn. Have a that face, facial, yeah, facial With hair looked great. Beard and the blonde mustache. Was it blonde? He looked great. He was like blonde. It was, it was definitely blonde. Great. It was blonde. Well, that match was a serious. Um, it, it was really good. It was really good. Yes, yeah, like they gelled so well. It was great seeing the Death Triangle back together. It's great seeing Ray Phoenix do his thing. And not uh, their manager. I already forgot the name. Not wear no makeup or anything anymore. Glad glad not to see that. You know what I loved most about this match? What? I love the fact that they had such a good match, but the Butcher looked great. Yes, he did. Phenomenal. For the biggest man in the match, he looked amazing. It was like... Yo, push Butcher to the TNT tower right now. Like, give Butcher that guy a that shot guy. at the TNT championship. TNT Let championship. Run. Don't get me wrong. The blade, blade's good. They had the bunny at ringside. Mark Quinn is good. But, bro, give the Butcher a shot. Last time Butcher had a shot in a match like that, it was against Miro. Bring Miro. back Miro. One thing they need to do is get rid, be the Joker. Andrade, get rid of this be Andrade the Joker. family office crap. I'm so tired of that. The family office thing is <sighs> um, So let me go to a a qualifying match for the favorite the, match uh, for the AEW uh, for the Owen Hart. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm going a little faster. Quarterfinals match. I'm going a little faster. We're going. We had Bear Boulder, one half of Bear. Bear Country, taking on the chairman. Sean Spears, who is heavily leaning into his WWE persona of the perfect 10. Yes. 
Um, <coughs> Shane, what are your what are your thoughts on the fact that Shane's uh, entrance in wrestling? Well, the perfect uh, ten chairman, Sean Spears slash Ty Dillinger, left out the bear. That is all. Yeah, it was. He left he, up a bear. He beat he man. Boulder pre gorilla press Sean Spears right at the gate, and was just take just taking it to the chairman. The chairman finally got a little a little bit of a, a little bit of a comeback, but dude, after the match, the way he did that chair, yeah, like Sean Spears kills people. I mean, he's the chairman for a reason. He kills people with those chairs, he sure and he kept doing the ten ten. And the reason why he's doing the 10 10 is because during the during next week's AEW show, we're gonna have the 10 lashes, just like Cody had the 10 lashes with MJF. I think you know, I think MJF has a fetish. I think he's a, a secret, he's a secret a dog. He's gonna be he's gonna BDSM because he loves beating the man with the belt. He sure does. He does. And this Wednesday on AEW Dynamite, he's gonna give 10 lashes. Count them. Ten lashes to your boy Wardlow. Shane, what are your thoughts on the ten lashes? All I'm gonna know <laughs> is that Wardlow's back and gonna be bruised. And uh, Julian, <clears throat> ten lashes, whether it's with a kendo stick, whether it's the belt. Oh, can you imagine both at the same time with, uh, with a Caribbean strap? Ten lashes don't look good on anybody. Um. I really hope my man Wardlow finds a way to get out of this. Uh, otherwise, he's going to be hurting. It's, it's going to be hurt. He's going to be a hurt. Well, I mean, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. This whole storyline with MJF, Wardlow, the chairs, the ten, the ten lashes, all this crazy crap. Like it's 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 a little bit too much. Really? I mean, really? it's the same thing he did with Cody. Like, dude, start anew. Can we do that? Can we start? I mean, anew? he didn't do anything with Darby Allen when he was feeling with Dar- Darby Allen. He didn't have no special occasions for Dar- Darby Allen. He surely didn't. No. But he did say he was going to be Darby with the roll up, and he did. So, yeah, um, did. I'm just saying, this this whole it's the it's the, it's the labors of MJF. So pretty much, pretty much. It's, it's it's too much. Like I'm just like, dude, come on, can we just. Can we get? Can we? Can we have something original? Nah, it's the usual stuff. Nah, usual. It's MJF. It, you know, it is MJF. You're right. Plus, he, he wasn't telling you, huh, no, I'm just gonna do what I want. Uh. Well, it is what it is. So, I'm excited about this match. And next week, we're gonna have that 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 strap that whipping of the Wardlow. And then we're going to end up going to a steel cage match. Solid steel cage. Solid steel cage match where MJF is a special guest referee and Wartlow has to face the chairman. And Sounds I'm predicting good. that MJF is going to get knocked out all of a sudden. And then Wartlow and the random referee will count the one, two, three and have Wartlow win. I predict that Sean Spears is going to, because you have to escape the cage. Yeah. Correct. I predict okay. that Wardlow is going to probably power bomb Sean Spears into the cage, ten times, or, into, or power bomb Sean Spears into MJF oh, yeah. and walk out the cage because oh, MJF yeah. can't make the count. So if Sean Spears is out of the cage, I mean he can't get pissed at Sean Spears for losing. 
Yeah. If he if he crawls out over the top, there's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing you can do about that. Exactly. True. So that's my prediction. And you know me, the predictions were for a champion. I'm 99.9% correct. So anyway. So we go to the Owen Hart women's. No, no, no. I'm sorry. We go to an interview with Tony Schiavone in the ring. Mr. Tony Schiavone calls out the baddies. The baddies. Which I just think they're just there to just want to talk shit in the crowd just for fun. You know? I've never been with the baddie. She comes so I, to the tally. Yeah, exactly. So they come out, they do their little pose. Kira Hogan, Red Velvet, and Jay Cargill. Oh, they come out, Mark Sterling. What happened to the you? Ring. And he's got like a he's got like a cast on, like a neck, neck brace, brace. and a crutch. And he gets in the ring, and the baddies, you know, the first thing she says is, "Tony, cut the shit." Tony ain't said nothing yet. Correct. I'm like, man. Then she says, Mark Sterling, what happened to you? She goes, what hey, nobody you? Care. Nobody cares. Well, she goes, <laughs> no one cares. In that was face. so 90s. Um, yeah. I love the fact that Tony was saying that Red great. Velvet's opponent, Carl Sheeta, who got her ass handed to her by the professor, is not going to be able to compete in the oh, tournament. Yeah. And that she had a injured. So Red Velvet, who was facing the replacement, didn't even get a chance to say anything. She thought she was getting a bye. Yeah. But here's the thing. Julian, if you were in a match and it's me, you, and Shane standing in the ring and then talking about your match, why should Shane be the one talking? That's correct. Shouldn't you get an opportunity to talk about your match? Well, but, but but here's the other thing. Seeing as how this is a bracketed tournament, if your opponent can't make it, you should get a bye. Yeah. Mark Sterling said it best. Yo, you should get a bye. Because if he's injured or can't make it, get a bye. <laughs> I mean, hey, if, 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 if the Lakers are playing in the playoffs against the Clippers and the Lakers don't show up, Guess who won that playoff game? The Clippers. But yep. but much like uh, British Bulldog said during this Montreal screw job, they fucked her. Yep. <laughs> they fucked her. So she has to face uh, Chris Statlander. Formerly from outer space. They were like, Tony Khan, Tony Khan, the matchmaker. That was a first. The Booker, when the they were Booker like the matchmaker, himself. I was like, "Whoa, Booker oh, wow! Where they come? Where'd that come from? I've never heard them say that yeah. on the big TV screen." So, so I, I think I, I think that's a bit screwy because I mean we're talking about brackets, and if you can't make your bracket, you get a buy. That's what happens. That, that's just like bye let's bye say bye. If the champion fought. A contender and the match was a draw, the champion goes forward. He keeps the title. Well, you know, in some promotions, the champion retains. In some podcasting groups, the champion retains. In some podcasting groups, they demand a rematch with the person that uh, beat him. They drew it. It was a tie. I I, I can see having a rematch, but tie goes to the champion. Tie goes to the champion. Every time. Always. 
interesting. That, that, that's just me, you know, speaking speaking my mind. But uh, yeah, so we're going to get Red Velvet versus Chris Statlander. Oh man, now can we get to the part where the Acclaim and the Ass Boys? Okay, hold your horses there, there Shane. Hold your can horses, Shane. Can we get Shane. to the part where, uh, where uh, we get the, the camera shot to the, the other baddies in the audience? Oh, yeah, yes. the, the other random baddies who's just there to talk shit to anybody? <laughs> well, yeah, we're just here to talk shit. That's all you were here for. The whole baddie thing, the whole baddie thing was a, a um, way to celebrate women. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, that, that, that's what she said. Um, I, I believe it was... Celebrate women to talk shit to people? I mean, I guess. But she said that that whole thing was for her to celebrate women... Who all look a certain way? Apparently. Apparently. Okay. Okay. I'll see no big girls up in there. Yeah, you don't see no big baddies. No big she baddies. Ben was a big baddie. Big baddies. Hey, big, big women need love, too. Yeah. Big women need love, too. I'm just saying. These are some big baddies. Big, big, baddies. Love too. Mm, big baddies. Just give it to them. They need love, too. Stop being so Ooh. mean. Yeah, Start big baddies. They need love, too. Mm, they need it, too. They need, they, hey, big girls need love, too. Oh, yeah, big big girls save lives. Mm. Uh, you can also take lives too, but that's just that. Man, where's my blue chew? God damn it. <laughs> hey, if you got the rolls, I got the butter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with y'all. I'm done with y'all today. It is 905, ladies and so gentlemen. It is 905. Oh my God. I'm done with you guys. 905. Oh, That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the monetize. Definitely the monetize. It's 906. It's okay. It's mm. the Round Table Frozen Podcast after oh, dark. We can just slap that fire and ride the wave in. Oh my god! How are we not in trouble with this yet? I don't know. I, don't, I, I don't understand you guys. Stop it. Mm, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of things wrong with me. Oh, shit! There's a lot of things wrong with you. We all know. There are so many things wrong. So much wrong. Shout out to Joe Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Joe Scott. Anyway, oh man, Riho, Riho, a former AEW Women's Champion, faces off against Ruby Soho in the great match. Great match. And, uh, it, great it, match. It really was a great match. It really was. It was actually one. It was actually my favorite match of the night, actually. Even though we got picture in picture and a full fledged commercial. Oh yes, <sighs> that makes no sense. If you're gonna go in picture in picture, <sighs> why show a full fledged commercial? Just show picture in picture and not a full fledged commercial. And that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. Pick and pick. Bad Blood's favorite. It's, no. <laughs> stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Anyway, um, Riho gets beat by Ruby Soho. So now we're going to have Ruby Soho advance to the next round. Yep. Um, they talked about how um, how Tony Storm defeated um, my girl Jamie Hader, so now she's mm-hmm. in the next round. So it's gonna be Tony Storm on one side. Then we got the Joker facing Britt Baker. The Joker. The Joker. We got, we got Ruby Soho on one side too. So 
<coughs> looks like it's going to be a pretty good tournament. Um, I, I, I'm really wondering who the Joker is going to be. Let's hope it's Candice LeRae. Hey, when they were you showing the Mia, Mia, Mia Yim, because she signed with uh, Impact. Impact Wrestling, so. Maybe when when you guys Bronson. saw the uh, match graphics, did you see that they were the moving match graphics with Serena Deeb in it? Oh my sure god! Did. That, was, that was great. Maybe, uh, maybe the Joker's got nuclear heat. Oh, she has been backstage. Who? That name we don't mention on this podcast. And um, sexy star. How about the daughter of Tilly Blanchard? Did you mention Blanchard. that? Ooh, the daughter of a horseman. That's not, Paul, not Paul Roma, not Monaco McMichael either. Uh-uh. Not Sid Vicious either. Because uh-uh. he was a horseman too. Oh, and not Barry Windham. Not Barry Windham, no. Damn. And the, the guy is not Anderson, so that's um, the other guy. I mean, How about the stepdaughter of Magnum TA? Let's go there. Let's go there. Wow. I'm giving you all the clues, ladies and gentlemen. It's like blues clues up in here. I feel like stepdaughter of Magnum TA. Mm-hmm. There's just a little bit too much uh, crossing the streams in the professional wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're crossing something else, but yeah, we're not going to go there. Um, so then we get to Shane's favorite part of the night. Oh, the man. ass boys. The funniest claim. Shit, go I ahead, go ahead, Julian and Shane. Break it down. <laughs> no, Shane, please. Oh, go man. Ahead. Well, anyway, we got we got the ass claim in the locker room, as I like to call them, combined together, the ass claim, and they were trying to figure out how to what 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 name or phrase they were gonna do for their fashion. Well, and Billy Gunn was their mentor, and Billy Gunn was their mentor, yes. And of course, there's there's someone saying, "Papa, Daddy, I got I, I got an idea, me me," and Billy Gunn just like. I had the most stupidest kids on her. He was like, <laughs> I know because papa, papa, me, me, me. And he's like, okay, Colton. He goes, Well, we can we, we came up with this. We got two words for you. And he's like, shut up. Shut up. Just shut we up. We can up. um raise our hands, gestures yeah. up in the air. He's like, that, that will never get over. That'll never get over. That'll never get over. And then Anthony Bow was like, or or we can <laughs> I love the acclaim, but I, I I love the acclaim. Let's just say I love the acclaim. But I guess after a um, a unfortunate incident in the locker room or in a match, the acclaim is kind of taking a shit shit storm going downhill now. I mean, they're teaming with the ass boys. Hey, that's entertainment. That's form really a click with the ass boys. It's ridiculous. That's entertainment. That that's not a downgrade. That's an upgrade. <laughs> For who? For the ass boys, the team with the acclaim, because now exactly. they're gonna get, they're gonna get that rub. <laughs> they're gonna oh. get that scissor. I knew you were gonna say that. Scissoring. Scissoring. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the little little hand gesture, the scissoring. Y'all want to see my secret handshake? Scissoring. Call the scissors. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Hey, what's up? Um, I, I I completely apologize for Shane. Shane is off his meds. Um, he's yeah. Anyway, um, so we, we have a good we have a good main event match too. <laughs> yeah, we Julian, did. 
Let's, let's talk about the main event match. Main event match. Man, we've got two uh, two former tag team partners. First ever AEW tag team champion. Going at it for the uh, TNT Championship. Oh, no, no. Go with the interview first. Go with the interview first. Oh, you mean Topper talking it over? Yeah. I will slap the taste out of your mouth, Shane. Do you land? Topper talking is over. It's time for the main event. Jesus Christ. Because, you know, it's, uh, it's all about the uh, SCU. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they were tag team partners before. And uh, now it's time for the main event. Lights out. I, I hey, love it when Scorpio is dying. And so we get, um, you know, we get the, the, the new faction of the ring. You know, it's no longer about SCU. It's about Scorpio Sky and uh, and his new representation, if you will, um, versus his... Dan Lambert and... and um, Ethan Page. Ethan All Eagle, Ethan Page. All, all ego. ego, Ethan Page. He has all the ego. He doesn't know what to do um, with it. Versus um, Frankie Kazarian. And we have a pretty decent match here until until Frankie Kazarian gets on the sleeper hold and the ref gets distracted by Dan Lambert and all ego, Ethan Page, comes and hits <laughs> him so dastardly from behind with the tag. With, dastardly. With the, the TNT title. And uh, Scorpio Sky lays on top of him for the one, two. Oh, we get a kick out. Oh, no. And it was funny because I remember him saying that um, he wants some respect on the TNT Championship. But then we, uh, you know, they get back up and they wrestle again. And I don't know where Scorpio Sky hits his, uh, what's his movie called? TKO, I think they called it. Yeah. The blackout, the knockout, the... Don't you dare say the blackout. That's my finisher. <laughs> dare give that away. Anyway, he hits the move. It's over. One, two, three. Um, the Scorpio Sky starts acting like, hey, hey, pal, hey, let's shake hands. Hey, we're all good, right? Hey. And then Frankie's like, no, nah, screw you, man. Your buddies hit me from behind with the title. What? Are you serious? No, nah, come what? on, man. Come on now. And Scorpio Sky's like, hey, did you really hit him with the title? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I really did. And you know, I did I did it. I did it for the island boys. I did it for the rock. I'm an island boy. I did, uh. it for the people. I did it for the island boys. And then Scorpio Sky in a dastardly turn of events goes and hits his ex-partner Frankie Kazarian with the title. Yeah. Totally turns on him. And Sammy Guevara is you know sitting in the crowd watching the match the whole time, for the save, etc. etc. With the Triple A makes Intergender Tag Team Championship. He was with it the whole time. He turned on Frankie Kazari. He turned on his ex tag team partner. This is just, oh, this is horrific. How can this ever have happened? SCU is no more. No more. Rip. Look, look. As a champion, as a professional wrestling champion, I just want to win. I just want to win, 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 and keep my title. That's all I want. So if I gotta, if I gotta, you know, stab a partner in the back, or you know, slap a slap a referee around, or, or stab punch you in the chest, punch a kid. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, curb stomp <laughs> a lady. Um, wow. Whatever. I'm walking in a champion. I'm walking out the same way. 
DDT is mama, whatever happens. Damn, that's that's harsh. That okay, <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> oh man. My mom would have kicked my ass. I'm just saying, rest in peace, mom. She would have kicked my ass. Um but that was the AW rampage, ladies and gentlemen. Um quite honestly, three out of five. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been, you know, and here's the thing with Rampage, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good show. It's a good one-hour show. Yeah, it was. It's a very, it's a very good one-hour show. Great one-hour show. My problem with Rampage, my problem with Rampage is simply this. <coughs> it's too, um, it's combining too much stuff into one hour. It's trying to put too much stuff in one hour. Like we had the after the pen after the diet the death triangle in their match, then we had some hocus pocus. Lights go off, they come back on, and we have House of Black. Lights go off, come back on, they're gone. Don't worry nothing right there. You know, so we have a, we have a trios match coming. So it is what it is. Yeah. Uh you know what? I, I will I will give Rampage. I've always given them between three and a half and a four. Um, they're very consistent. Um Fast pace. The, the the density of wrestling, if you want to call it that, the amount of action that you get within that one hour, um, is typically, I'll say it better than what you'll see during a Raw or a SmackDown. Not necessarily in the case of SmackDown this week, but but the amount of action, the amount of uh, information, if you will, that you get within that one hour, is really good. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, a three-hour show is too much. A two-hour show is good. One a hour. One-hour show, if done right, is just right. Just fantastic. And I, I will always praise Rampage for what they do. Um, they've moved away from Hook. They've moved away from you know certain other characters. However, that TNT Championship probably should be defended every week on Rampage. That's the television title in my and opinion. T- and TNT. Yeah. And um, and we definitely should have at least a trios match. We should have a women's match. Which is the titles are apparently one. already made. And, I mean, we're if we're getting four matches, we get five matches, as that's even better. I mean, like like you know, Julian said it right on point. It was a good show. The timing is perfect, and the way things worked out was amazing. Like whatever show is just all you really need in wrestling when when it comes to stories. True. I mean, if you remember back when um, wrestling superstars or or Raw when it first started, it was only like or, or Raw when it first started when it was two hours. I mean, you you got everything that you needed within that lot of amount of time. Um, there is less of this, like somebody comes in the ring, flashback package, um, promo for the next event, and then back into the ring action. Um, there is less of this, someone comes in the ring and then you go to a commercial, and then you go to a, pro- a promo for the next two events, and then another commercial, and then back in the ring. Um, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but you know, that whole. The Rock and Mankind, This Is Your Life. The, that segment being so ridiculously long and getting such a high rating really ruined in-ring segments because somebody was like, hey, these long in-ring segments, they really do work. Fuck no, they don't. Stop them. 
Please. Keep it in ring segments to like five minutes. Let the million dollar man challenge some kid to bounce a basketball and kick it and then move on to the next. Yeah. You don't you don't you only need like one segment that's like that. A segment doesn't and, need to be 30 to 40 minutes long. Correct. Yeah. And you only and you only need one of them. You don't need a whole bunch of them. You just need one. So yeah. like the, lo- the longest segment of the night was with the baddies and eh, it dragged on a little bit but eh, you know whatever. <laughs> but it happened but they didn't do it two or three times. Yeah. It was um it was an interesting night. Very interesting night. And uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that right there was your AEW Rampage review. And that right there was the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. And that is your Friday Night Recap. It was a Friday Night Recap. It was real quick, real easy. Real quick and easy. Wait, Shane. Um, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, Shane's going to tell you where you can uh, watch us three where nights can, a week. Where can they find us? Three nights a week. Three? Hey, you don't want to watch us on Twitter. You don't want to watch us on Facebook. You don't want to watch us on Instagram. You don't want to watch us online. You're just like offline. I don't care. I'm off the grid. Hey, watch us on terrestrial TV. In fact, you can watch us on Xfinity and CenturyLink. So if you're in the Portland, Oregon area, unfortunately, you got to be in Portland, Oregon. But if you're in the Portland, Oregon area, you can watch us three times a week, not one, not twice, but three times a week. Mondays at 10 p.m., channel 22 Xfinity TV and channel 8002 CenturyLink TV. You can catch us on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Channel 23 Xfinity TV and Channel 8003 CenturyLink TV. Or finally, you can catch us if you just want to watch us three times a week or maybe you slipped up on Monday or Tuesday or maybe you just want to watch us on twice a week. But come back on Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. on Channel 11 Xfinity TV and CenturyLink TV. Man. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It was it was a it was a Monday night, man. I mean, it was a Friday night, you know, and uh, we'll see you guys again on Monday. On Monday. Live for the AEW, uh, I'm sorry, the Monday Night Raw review. And uh, yeah. So with that being said, we're going to Three gonna of the and, best uh, hours of wrestling. That's three right. Hours. That's right. Three of the worst hours of wrestling. We, we knew this for you guys. And you know why? We watched three hours of Raw, so you don't have to. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. You know what we're going to do right now? We're going to go ahead and feed those ducks. Oh. <coughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know what we're going to do right now, ladies and gentlemen? It is Friday. It is Freaky Friday. Friday the 13th here on the Round Table Podcast. You're going to show your friends. I'm Bias And while Shane scissors, I'm going to go ahead and tell you about how you can help donate. You can donate to the Bias website to help keep it going so we can be pulsating with hard hitting, throbbing news every day. Bitcoin. Uh, 24 hours this this week you can go ahead and card. you can go to www.slamchats.com oh, that is www.slamchats.com you can become slamcasting you might even take wick wow wick nobody wants your government go ahead and drop your cigarette money right Ooh, here right nobody here. wants that cigarette baby. no so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Shorter some baby milk, might as well give it to us. That's right. Thank you for joining us here on the Roundtable Pros Podcast for Shane Husky, the Twitch superstar, the mixologist himself, Mr. Chemical Julian. Right here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your boy, the franchise. And we're going to see you when we see you. Peace. <laughs>